welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network, the Authors on Fire podcast. I am Pat Rulo, and today I am sharing with you an author and a poet. She is Dijanay. As a poet, she writes about various topics pertaining to life and the world we live in. As an author, she writes material ranging from children's books to young adult fiction. Her published books include Jimmy and the Teddy Bear, The Blizzard's Secrets, and On the Run, the first book in the young adult dystopian series, More Than Conquerors. She uses her words to captivate, inspire, encourage, and entertain. And when she's not writing poetry or stories, she's learning something new, such as a new language, a new skill, or random facts. She also enjoys traveling with loved ones. We have so much to find out, so let's get rolling. Welcome to the network, Dijanae. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on here, Pat. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I love the I love the ideas that you spend time learning random facts. I love random facts too. I, I wish I could remember them all. Any that really strike you as wow, that's random. Not necessarily off the top of my head right now, yeah. but as far as random sort of things, I do like to look into and learn. Um, I actually have spent some time learning just a little bit of German. Um, but with this launch coming up, I haven't had time to really keep up with it, but hopefully I'll be able to hop back onto it very soon. Well, there you go. All righty. I also love that you have a poem about spaghetti, of all things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can probably tell from there that I pretty much use just about anything for <laughs> Um But yeah, I use spaghetti. Um, I, there was actually a time when I even used pizza, um, pasta, it's just anything really that comes to mind. And if I'm up for writing, like if I have time for just writing a poem, which usually I do because it doesn't really take a whole, it doesn't have to take a whole lot of time necessarily. Um, I'll just go ahead and just write something like, oh, you know, I really like this thing. And it's just so cool how there's this, uh, this characteristic about it and this characteristic about it. I'm just going to go ahead and write about it. So I just go ahead and write about it. <laughs> I love that. Well, I am inspired by spaghetti as well. So uh, I'll have to think about how I would express myself with my love for spaghetti. All righty. <laughs> Let's get serious now. The Blizzard's Secrets, a suspenseful young adult dystopian novella. Is it's a relaunch, right? A republish? Right. Definitely, you know, completely revamped. It's got a new cover and everything. Um, I came to realize that the cover that I had really did not, I really wasn't happy with it. It wasn't reflecting um the mystery of the story and the symbolism behind the story, all these different things. Um so I changed that up and I'll also make some changes to the story as well. All righty. Well let's now get into the book. Maybe give us a peek into the Blizzard's secrets. Give us a little idea of what our readers can expect. Yeah, sure. So it's Quite a lot going on. So, um, there is the, uh, the female MC who's named Saya, and she's been training for a new, uh, position that she's going to be moving into called the Commander of the Forces, and it's a very big deal, you know, it's going to be leading the army of the upper community called Taliver, which is a peaceful, a supposed peaceful community. Um, but then she's now actually at the point of stepping into her role rather than just being in training. And she's considerably intimidated by just how large the role is. I mean, literally the lives of her people are in her hands and it's up to her to defend them and to protect them. And also there are people who have come before her who were in that role who have 
own the plural so magnificently. You know, they saved the community from imminent threats and they brought the community into a greater state of thriving and success and things like that. And so she's, she feels extremely intimidating and experiences a substantial amount of self-doubt. And at the same time, though, then she comes to notice that her peaceful community may not actually be so peaceful and that there is actually an imminent threat that exists uh, over the looming over the lives of her people. And she is trying to do her part because she's concerned for people to dig deeper and to discover the truth only to find herself caught in a whole web of lies and deceit while also dealing with her own self-doubt. So she ends up finding that she's wrapped up in this overwhelming whirlwind of turmoil, both internal and external. Um, and she has to discover a way to save her people from threat by going out into a forbidden frozen wasteland, essentially, um, in order to discover the truth for herself and save her people. Oh, my. I wonder what it's like to be in your brain. <laughs> a lot going on there. I can definitely tell you that. Oh my gosh. Where? I'll just leave it there. Where does it come from? So it's a very interesting um situation. It's a very short story, but it's a very interesting story, I feel like. Um to be completely honest, it came from looking at a picture on Pinterest. Um, you know, I told you I get inspiration from all kinds of different places. So you know, inspiration really is all around us. And there was this image that I came across a few years ago of this beautiful-looking castle that was set in a mountain with a whole bunch of foliage everywhere, and it was just a gorgeous castle, different towers, and a waterfall streaming out of the side of the mountain. And it was just it was beautiful. It was just very mystical and magical-looking, and it just made me want to create something else that was beautiful because I just admired the picture so um, so I ended up mentally creating, you know, a similar image in my head and wound up, it wound up, um, spiraling into this whole entire story. And you know, it makes me think though, that there are so many ins- pieces of inspiration all around us that it would be hard to pinpoint and say, yes, that's the one I'm going to focus on for my next yeah. book. You know, do you find that? Yes, um, fortunately and unfortunately, because, so I have actually a similar to that concept, I have a whole board collection of different pictures. Um, pictures on Pinterest I had collected a while ago of different things that I really wanted to um, start branching off and creating stories based off of, because they all inspired me to really want to create something really interesting based on a similar setting things like that. So, yes, I definitely I have maybe like 20 different <laughs> ideas that are just kind of waiting to be for me to move forward with. Um, but of course, you know, there's the, the aspect of time. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, because writing stories isn't, you know, just a 10-minute thing. You know, it takes a little bit of time. Um, so I do have a lot of different things that I do want to write, that I do want to move forward with. Um, so yeah. eventually, I definitely do plan on doing so, which for I'm excited sh- for sure. And the novella length, at least that helps a little bit. Yes, in this case, yeah, it did end up being a novella. Um, I'm probably not really going to be writing very many novellas just because um, I really enjoy 
getting deeper into the story and, you know, it continuing for a very long time. You know, like, perfect example, I mean, with series, you know, a major reason why we all love series so much is because when we get so plugged into a story, we don't really want it to end. We never really want it to end, right? Yeah. So, um, I probably will be writing long, uh, only writing longer stories. I actually typically write longer stories, which is this, um, this one and two other ones that I ended up making pretty, um, it can consider a bit shorter. But um, the other ones that I'm going to end up writing will probably be a whole lot longer because I know I definitely appreciate, like, longer stories. And even while I'm writing, as well as when I'm reading, you know, just continuing to be able to see the characters and see what they're doing and see what they're experiencing and, you know, hang on the edge of my seat to see what happens and that kind of thing. Um, and I know other people also really uh, appreciate that as well. I appreciate that. And as someone who would aspire to write fiction, I find myself, I'd probably be a flash fiction writer. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> my need for speed. <laughs> Not when I'm reading, but when I'm writing, I just feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to get through this. So um, I love when I talk with people who are just able to, as you say, dig deeper and flesh it all out. Um, it is something I would aspire to. I also appreciate that you you work to enhance the, the whole storyline with themes that are meaningful to you and therefore meaningful to your readers. What are some of them that you've intertwined into this book? Yeah, so um, I honed in a little bit more. On, I didn't necessarily add any new scenes, but I did dig a little bit deeper into some of the scenes, um, particularly... When at the very beginning, uh, when Daya is in the cave with the ruler and with a member of the forces of Talibur, um, digging a little bit deeper into the experiences there where she is, and this is the very beginning of the book and how it actually opens up, but where she comes across as a very essentially uh, irresponsible leader is someone who makes bad decisions, things like that, when in fact uh, you come to find in the story that there's a whole lot more depth involved in there. Um, things are not at all like what they seem. There are some very substantial reasons behind the, behind the things that she does, and actually she ends up um, allowing herself to come across in that manner for very sacrificial reasons, honestly. Um, so it's just very interesting seeing the meaningfulness behind her decisions there. Um, so in a nutshell, I mean, in that scene, I did dig a little bit deeper in there to just convey just how weighty and how substantial um, of decisions that she did make there. Mm -hmm. um, another example is just uh, throughout the story, I did make certain changes to... Uh, build out the community of Talibur a little bit clearer so that it's more known um, and understood just how peaceful the community um, generally appears to be and also just to give a little bit more depth in her relationship with her mentor who is called the seer that's the role um, that he plays in and just to show just how important he is to her because he is extremely 
uh, pertinent to her development and to who she is, quite frankly. Um, so I also made some changes there just to convey that a little bit clearer to um, the people reading the book, just because for me personally, I really love and appreciate this year um, and feel that I can personally relate to him quite a bit just because of his heart towards Daya. You know, how much he really wants to see her succeed and how much he wants to help her and that's, uh, encourage her and inspire. And that's something that I really want to do with my books is I want to encourage people and inspire them with different kinds of messages that are included in my stories. Um, so with the sort of affection that I have for this year, I really want to convey just how important he is for Daya and her journey. So I made some changes there as well. So you are thinking about your audience and your readers as you write. I am, yes. I am considerably thinking about uh, different kinds of messages and you know, just meaningful themes that can be very beneficial to young adult readers as well as even, you know, maybe uh, older audiences and younger audiences if they do, you know, decide to read the story as well. And see, that's interesting and delicate um, when you do want to convey some messages so that the reader doesn't feel like you're hitting them over the head with that message. And so you've obviously mastered character development so that you can have the interaction of the characters basically or the emotion between the characters convey the messages that you want your readers to, to leave with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say so. Yeah. Because, um, I, I don't just write things kind of just to write things. Um, I do write them with some idea in mind of, you know, uh, what kind of message they're conveying and what they stand for, you know, what kinds of values they stand for and the characteristics that they have, whether it's uh, going up against the ghost for what they believe in or, you know, just different kinds of aspects like that. So do you plot these or do you let the characters uh, take you with them? Yeah, so it's actually a combination of both a little bit. Um, so I do just let what um, what comes out of me as I'm basically just throwing all the words onto the page as they come up. Um, I do just let them kind of unfold and it's a really great um experience because it's similar to like when I'm reading and you know just the thrill of experiencing what the characters are like you know what they're thinking just seeing them basically develop right in front of me and also seeing the different kinds of events that are going on you know in the particular world of that story um so all of that just kind of comes out and then I get to see the kinds of values and um principles that they have and that they stand for things of that nature and the different kinds of values that I have uh, tend to actually intertwine in several of those um, concepts that end up unfolding in the story. Uh, so that's also a very interesting kind of setup. And then when I go back and review what I've written, it ends up being where I am looking into uh, how to emphasize those different concepts more, you know, how to hone in more on, you know, the different kinds of beliefs that they have, the different stances that they have, um, 
further highlighting the kinds of obstacles and the challenges that they face and things of that nature. So it's a little bit of both where, yes, it is uh, coming out kind of naturally. I just flow with it. But then where when I'm going back and reviewing it, I'm strategically um, bringing several uh, meaningful themes and concepts and values and things of that nature more to life. Mm-hmm. Wow, you have such an impressive process here. And that leads me to ask, what's next? What are you working on now? So right now I'm working on revamping um, the On the Run book, which is the debut book for More Than Conquerors. I'm going to um, change the cover for that because that also um, I don't feel like really fully conveys all that's included in the story. And then um, possibly make a few changes to the story as well. Just to, um, you know, bring certain things to life a little bit more. I previously created and published that book, uh, similar to really actually all of my books thus far, um, where, you know, I just created something really nice and interesting and I just kind of put it out there. Um, I have received feedback though on, on the run where some people actually really did enjoy it and I didn't really create it to really push it. So that pe- people would actually find out about it very much. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of, oh, I enjoy doing this. And I was just going to, you know, just put it out there. Um, but now I really do want to reach people, um, and let them know about it and say, you know, hey, here's, um, a very interesting, uh, young adult suspenseful, uh, dystopian novel that, you know, you may enjoy and that you may find, um, to be a really great experience. So um, I'm actually making changes and um, different kinds of preparations for doing that. Mm-hmm. All right, my friend, are we missing anything that you wanted to highlight before we begin to wrap up? Um, well, I will also say one thing that I very much enjoy doing and that I plan to continue doing um, is to the effect of what I was talking about of creating a wonderful um you know, a great experience and not wanting to, like, not wanting a really great story to end, um, like, whether it's in a series or, you know, a longer book. Uh, something that I enjoy doing and that I think I will continue doing is creating sort of like a um, bonus features package that comes for people who do enjoy a story, like one of the stories that I've published, where um, it's usually in the form of a special special edition newsletter that's limited um, that goes a little bit deeper into the story and has some, you know, bonus content that's not in the book, but that would be available in that particular uh, package. And actually, do have one right now where it's a special edition newsletter. Um, And I do plan to do that. And I'm actually excited to do that for future books as well, especially like On the Run um, for the More Than Conqueror series and then the books that come later on in that series as well. Oh, I love that idea. How fun. And your your readers probably really appreciate that too. Yeah, they do actually. Um, they seem to really enjoy the, because uh, I also have like, uh, like I mentioned, there are some things that are included in the book. So there's actually, um, different perspectives of like what goes on in the day-to-day in the community 
and like what different kinds of creatures are, you know, included in that world and things like that that aren't listed in the um in the book. And so yeah, but everyone seems to really enjoy that. So that's also really fun because it allows me to just write even more and kind of have a the story just doesn't end, it just keeps going kind of vibe, which I feel like is um very interesting. Well, it takes the world building to another level. So that's, as you say, that's fun for you and your readers. All righty. Well, as we begin to head out, how about contact information? Where can folks find out more about you, get copies of your books, wherever you want to take us? Yeah, sure. So you can find my website at djanacreation.com, which is D as in Delta, J-A-N as in November, E for Echo, E for Echo, Creations. Dot com. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram, which is a similar handle. It's just DGNA Creations. You can find me on there. Uh, and also, uh, you can join the uh, special edition newsletter that I was just talking about. I do have a special package for the Blizzard Secrets that you can join. You go onto my website or onto my Instagram. Um, you can find the link for that. Um, that is included there. You can't miss it on my website. It's like the first thing you see. And um, um, Instagram is just included as one of my links. You can go there and sign up and you'll get all kinds of surprises and uh, gifts and things like that. There's no cost for any of it. It's just all complimentary and special behind the scenes views and bonus features and things like that. All righty. DejaneCreations.com. Wow, I'm so impressed by you. You really got this down and so excited for your book launch, for the Blizzard Secrets coming up and on the run, the republishing. So stay in touch with us. Thank you so much for sharing you and let's hope to do this again sometime. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me on here. It was a blast.